Real VC, a podcast all about Ventura County real estate. My name is Reed Fish. I'm your host and the CEO of Upmarket Media. And oh my God, what a wonderful day. Here co-hosting today is Katie Connolly, Ventura County realtor extraordinaire and the VCCAR Realtor of the Year for 2022. Katie, that is quite the honor. I feel honored that you're actually sitting here talking to me live in person. How do you get to be Realtor of the Year? Well, what does that whole thing entail? I, I you know, I'm, I'm just so impressed. Thank you. That was such a kind intro. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, so, so Realtor of the Year is a, it's a unique award. It's a little different than like, um, you know, we see the best of Ventura County and all those mm-hmm. kind of things, which are essentially a popularity contest, right. which is good, right, you know, right, but, right, right. uh, the Realtor of the Year, they, there's a small group of past Realtors of the Year that get together. They mm-hmm. look at us as an, as a community, a realtor community, and really decide who embodies the realtor brand. Okay. So, um, they magically decided on me last okay, year. But, okay. Why? Okay. <laughs> I, I, and obviously, you know, we were like, I, I, I don't want you, I, you know, I'm not trying to put you in a position to, to sound braggy or anything, but why, you know, did do, you know, when they introduce you, give you the award, like what is, what is it actually that, that qualifies someone for that? Is it like community involvement? Is it the number of properties you've sold? Is it, you know, what, what is it? Or is it the, you know, volunteering with the, with the, the association? I think it's really a balance of all of those things. So really that work-life balance, um, being involved in the community, being involved in our real estate community, doing things, um, obviously legally, ethically, honestly. Right, right, right. <laughs> Having a good reputation yeah, among your peers. Not, not would breaking probably the be, rules. That's, right, that's right. a minimum qualification. Uh, so yeah, just, um, just being kind of a well-rounded community person that mm-hmm. happens to sell real estate okay. very well. And now what duties do you have to perform as realtor of the year? Are you like doing ribbon cuttings? Are you doing, is this like a pageant queen kind of thing? I mean, they can add that to my <laughs> list and I would definitely do it. Right. <laughs> no. Uh, no, it's, I mean, it was, it's just very ceremonial and next year I'll get to pass the torch to somebody and, and then be on the deciding committee, committee, which is exciting. Oh yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so are you, are, are are you, you, are you pretty active with like the association? I mean, you're like, I often, I know, you know, is, is, as Mark and I, my business partner have been out over the last year, really trying to do more of these in-person events now that they've come back kind of after the COVID stuff. I, I see you all the time and, you know, and that's how I got to know you is actually because, yeah. you know, and the spoiler alert, you're actually, I think for our first guest, you are actually not a client of ours. So I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working, working on, on it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, uh, I don't know you that way. I just kind of know you from, from these networking things. And so, you know, you are at those, but then, you know, what else are you kind of doing in the, in the realtor community? So as you mentioned, I do volunteer for our board a lot. Um, as the title of, of director, I know a lot of people are confused on what that is. I'm not a staff member. We have an amazing staff here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're volunteers, right. you know, and we're representatives, uh, as like reps of the realtor community, right. you know, to protect this industry and do all that kind of fun stuff. So it is important that I'm out there shaking hands with not only clients that, you know, that's how I make money, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but shaking hands with realtors and really getting to know them. And, and that benefits my business as well. The more people, you know. Yeah. Well, that's what we've been talking about on this podcast a bit, you know, now that we're a few episodes in that has come up every single time is kind of, you know, doing these networking things with your fellow realtors and that, you know, maybe counterintuitively, but you know, cause you're like, well, I'm not talking to potential clients, but that is a good way to grow your business and, and, you know, and, and to develop your reputation within the industry. Cause then I think people then 
humble. If they see you as an ethical, likable person, then they, they're, you're someone they're going to work with. And, you know, yeah. and yeah, they, they like answer with. their phone when you call. So that's yes, important. That, <laughs> right. That's huge. Getting yeah. the, well, I, I Every realtor I ever see is just always answering their damn phone. So there's yeah. some realtors who don't actually answer your, your calls. Yeah, and we, we'll, we'll just assume that hopefully they're on the other line. But you, <laughs> I mean, you never know. So, yeah, we are. We are on our phones a lot. So Yes, I've, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. I've noticed. Well, and that's then they're on their phone with us a lot, too. So that's that true. was, you know. Yeah. yeah, it is. As you were saying, it's, it's an interesting business in that we, we have to collaborate with our competition, essentially. Right. Yes, exactly. You know? No, I've, I've, I've often thought that this is just a little yeah. weird. So do lawyers like hang out with each other? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I, so. I mean, they can. Yeah. Have you ever been to a lawyer to hang out? It's boring. It's no. really, really terrible. I, I, I don't, uh, I, I don't recommend that. <laughs> so as you do that, as you're kind of, of, uh, you know, kind of networking with realtors and, and doing stuff with the association, get, do you, sometimes actually, do you think that kind of takes your eye off the prize in, in a way? Because, you know, ultimately you are still have to connect with actual people who will buy and sell houses with you. And, you know, or, or is this just something as the market has kind of shifted over the last, you know, six months or year, now there's a little more time for that kind of stuff. I mean, is it, is it can be can it be a distraction sometimes i feel like for upmarket media i can get distracted by all the marketing stuff and then we're like oh no we actually have to like you know do do the work yeah i mean i live and breathe by my calendar so it's it's important to surround yourself with successful people right, right. so being at these mixers and events there's definitely going to be, be people there that are more successful than me and then as a true leader at heart I love to encourage and build others up. So oh, right. people ask me questions about how I got into this business and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it's, it's not, um, it doesn't distract from my business because obviously if I have something else to do, I'm going to do that. <laughs> right. So, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, drink wine on a Wednesday or go sell a house. Uh, I think I'd rather sell a house. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'd rather, well, I guess <laughs> then you could afford a lot better wine if you go, if you go sell that house. Right. Um, uh, th- so, okay. So you just said that you're a natural born, did you say a natural born leader? I don't know uh, if I threw born in there, yeah, but well, you yeah, can, so uh, you're, you you're a naturalized leader. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so then, and I, I find that interesting that you said that in, in, in the context of like helping other people come up and helping other people. Right. So that's, it, it, it is, and then I notice you are on the board mm-hmm. for the, for the association. So, you know, that's, it's kind of something you're trying to cultivate for yourself and like, and help the, help the larger community. Yeah. And it's not in a selfish way. I mean, I, I don't mean to say that. Yeah. Know. And then, I mean, the more that I learn by being involved, that gets trickled down to my clients, obviously. So right. when there's legal changes or administrative change, whatever the changes may be, it's going to be at the top of my brain because I'm deeply involved with some really smart people. Right. Well, there you go. So that, so there, that is not the end game, but there is, there is actually a reason to do that other than just to feel good about yourself. It is actually, it does serve your clients. Yeah. Uh Katie, that's very smart. Thank you. Yeah. Well, so, but where, so as like a leader and as like a very smart person, apparently, like, where do you think the uh, market is going? And that's, I'm, I've been asking this every time because, you know, we've all been, it's just been this weird year. And yeah. so I think everyone's a little on edge. And so I want I, can you reassure me? So this is the best question because anytime oh, I'm you. anywhere, I mean, if I'm at a barbecue or if I'm at dinner, somebody's going to find out that I'm in real estate and they're like, what's going on with the market? And it, it's been the same question for the 10 years that I've been Uh in this business. People ask you. And I always say, if I could predict the market, I'd be a millionaire. And so would you. Right. Right. Like, 
Right. That's that's like the definition of market. Is, right. It's based on, you know, these kind of fluid things that happen mm-hmm. in the world. Right. Like none of us could have predicted a housing boom during right. a global pandemic. We thought right. the opposite. Of course. Yeah. Like it makes no sense. Yes. I mean, in, at, yeah, in retrospect, yeah. it kind of makes sense. I can see the forces that made that that happen. But yeah, at the moment, yeah. I remember it's like, well, it's going to be busy for two weeks. And then, you know, so yeah. like, so it ended up for like 10 months. I was just like taking every shoot possible because you're like, well, this is ending tomorrow. Yeah. We're not going to have anything. Right? Yeah. And so if somebody was like, oh, you'll be fine. People are going to be at home. They're going to be on their computers and want to buy houses. I'm like, no, they're there's. Yeah. They're terrified to go out of their yeah, house. Yeah, no, yeah. and that wasn't the case. Right. So it's, yeah. So nobody knows anything. No. But what's your gut feeling? I mean, the the beautiful state of California is always gonna sure. need more housing. There's always gonna people be people that are selling their house. You know, people getting married, people getting divorced, people no longer living. Yes. You know, there's always gonna be reasons <laughs> for housing. No, that was a good euphemism. No <laughs> yeah. longer living. Yeah. There's always gonna be how movement and shifts in housing. So at, at the level that we saw it before, maybe not quite. Right. Right. Well, this, this, I I think this market from uh, the more I talk about it with people and, and even because I've had our, our business, you know, and Mark and I individually and then came together a couple of years ago, have had businesses doing real estate media for 10 years. And this now feels more like normal What the, the old normal. And yeah. I think we all got adjusted to that new normal. And so it just feels like we're really yeah. suffering when mm-hmm. you're like, well, we're, you know, we still are doing okay. Yep. And as, as, as much as the news will tell you that people are flooding out of California, oh, just yeah, as many BS. people yeah. are flooading back into California, not oh, back, yeah. not, not returning, but, yeah. uh, cause once you leave, you never come back, but, um, <laughs> People from other places are right. still moving here. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. No, that that whole thing is way overblown. Yes, the, the, the exodus of California. Yes, for yes, sure, yes. for sure. Well, yeah, and that, and you know, obviously, it just comes down to that that inventory issue, and and obviously, there is a housing shortage, and um, and and too. Oh, and and that that actually brings up um, another thing I wanted to ask you about is as I was preparing, and uh, spoiler alert, I actually do prepare for these podcasts. Uh, you know, you may not be able to tell, but I do. So my in my my researching, which was looking at your Instagram, uh, I noticed that, you know, you, you are on some sort of council in, in Oxnard, but uh, which I do want to talk about actually more in depth later. Uh, but I, I noticed you had a post about fair housing and you were, yeah. you were doing, uh, something involving with fair housing during fair housing month. And it, it actually seemed to be an issue that is really important to you. And so can you talk a little bit about, you know, that issue and, and your feelings about it and what you have done to, to help out? Not for sure. Yeah. I mean, fair housing is the backbone to, to real estate nationwide. Anyone that wants to be housed, they should be able to. And unfortunately, that's not the case in a lot of places. Even though we live, Ventura County is very diverse, you know, right. socioeconomically in every single way. Ventura right. County is so diverse. Um, and there's still instances of unfair housing. Oh, yeah. And it's it's crazy. Well, I, I mean, to me, it just seems like there's so much money at stake mm-hmm. that, you know, with housing prices so high and I, and I don't know how to, you know, I don't know what can be done to make it fair because it, it, ultimately it's unfair because I, like most people cannot afford an $800,000 house. That's but it's true. just, it's just, you can't, That's right? That's true. And, and you can't afford to pay the rent that the homeowner would need to charge to make their mortgage also, if you know, the, for most people, that is out of reach. Yeah, but w- when we talk about fair housing, it doesn't necessarily mean that 
everyone Des- can buy a house or deserves buy to buy a house. A house. Sure, right? sure, sure. And a, lo- a lot of people think that realtors determine like housing prices and the housing market. And, and we don't, because right. if, if we did, I, you'd have a $200, yeah. $200,000 house. You and I would like, yeah, right. We don't yeah. determine that. Um, but when it comes to fair housing, there's other obstacles that shouldn't be obstacles that are present in this market. Right. Like even, I mean, I have a story. Of, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, let's hear Fireside it. Chat yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, let's yeah. do it. I, I uh, love stories. So um, my best friend and I were searching for, for a rental home years ago Okay. for her and I to live together with our, you know, her one child and my one child. We applied for nine rental properties uh-huh. and got denied for every single one of them. Okay. And I make good money. She makes good money on paper. We make even more money together. Right. Right. Um, and the, the conclusion was people didn't say it straight out, but they alluded to the fact that we were a same sex couple. They wanted, um, some of them said like, oh, well we want, you know, we chose another family to move in here Uh or things like that. Or what happens if one of you gets married? Like this Prince Charming is just going to come take us to the castle. (laughs) Were you presenting yourself? You were presenting yourself as as roommates or were you presenting yourself as a romantic couple? Or I mean, we didn't, there's no box to check. Nor should there be. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, it was just, so they're, they're, yeah, they're inferring just, Oh, these are two ladies. And And they're Yeah. Yeah. And then we did have somebody say like, Oh, you know, we really don't want to deal with roommates. And both of us thought that that was kind of funny because when my ex, and I got a house together. Like right. no, ever, it was right. not an issue because he was a right. man and I was a woman. Same with her. You know, right. she's like, me and my husband right. had houses together before this, like rental right. properties. Why? Well, even if you're issue? married, you're actually still just roommates too. Yeah. yeah. And you can get divorced. Of People course. get divorced all the time. Yeah. Well, that's a big part so, of your market. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what ended up happening is, um, I then took her off the application and mind you, it's like $30 per person. So $60. Right. I mean, that's almost $600 that right. we spent to get told no right. over and over again. And uh, so what, what we ended up doing is I ended up taking her off the application applying as an individual. So mm-hmm. that cuts my income in half. Right. And immediately the first one that we got, we, uh, we were accepted. Wow. So if that's what I, you know, what I'm dealing with, imagine Right. What the other, right. there's right. so many Well, you're coming because yeah, you're not getting, uh, you're not getting racially discriminated. I mean, well, you know, I, no, coming in as a white woman, right. It's mm-hmm. like, you're going to like, that's so uh, people, I don't know. That's, that's the, the, <laughs> the, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you're coming in as a white woman, that is not seen as like, you're not going to get discriminated against, mm-hmm. it, you know, in the popular kind of mm-hmm. the psyche. Yeah. So, you know, but st- I mean, there was still that stigma though, that some man, like I said, was going to come and rescue yes. us and, and right. leave the other one high and, and dry Right. when that happens in marriages all the time. But it, no, right. a landlord's not going to say, Hey, what, if, you right. know, what if you guys decide to split up? What are we going to do? Like, right. that's none of their business. Well, so then what can, you know, and obviously there's, there are strong laws in California about, you know, discriminatory policies for housing and all that. But how, how, like when you're saying it is fair housing month, I mean, what are some of the things that, that you've done or that, that other people in your industry can do to make sure that those are followed? And, and, and I guess part of that question is like, so much of that is dealing with, with rentals, right. And what's, and a lot of real realtors don't deal with rentals that much. Uh, but I know probably that still goes for, for housing sales too. So of what course. can you guys do? Yeah. I mean, I'm, there's, we could talk forever about this. Okay. Like, and I mean, in housing sales, there's the, 
the seller ultimately, you know, looks at all of the offers and decides who they want to go with. It should be based on numbers, but what if they have some sort of bias when it comes to a name mm-hmm. or something like right. that? Like we hear stuff like that. We're sitting at the table and we hear stuff like that. And I'm like, it's 2023. It, it baffles right. me that this is now, this is like, not now, but still something that is an issue that we're fighting. Well, for. but so, so when an offer comes in and, and, you know, and, and I guess we can just treat me like the greenest realtor I've ever, uh, ever, cause I've never done a transaction. You haven't like, even passed your exam. Yeah, no, I know. I haven't <laughs> even studied for it. Uh, that, that, that you, um, that the homeowner does not see the names of the people who submit the offer or do they? No, they see the full contract. It's a big long contract. We want to make so sure they that see everything- the names. So yeah, yeah. So if you have a Hispanic name or you know, something else, you know, you could do like, it could be just be this unconscious thing within the homeowner to discriminate against that person, you know, and especially when, you know, uh, choosing against an application that has a name that is, they're more comfortable with. Well, I mean, I even have, I have another story. Okay. So, I, love I should have, I should have asked my client before sharing this, but I'll be as, as vague as I sure. can. Um, and uh, who knows if they watch your podcast or not. Yeah, <laughs> Probably but, not. Uh, it's more I, geared for realtors. I sold um, an interracial couple, a house a, a while back and it was a new construction. So it's even more paperwork than, mm-hmm. than we deal with. And they get to the the final documents and uh, they have a very ambiguous last name, you mm-hmm. know, sure. and uh, the wife was like, yeah, Katie, there was, she's like, there's some stuff that was wrong on that final paperwork. Did you put it together? I'm like, no, the, you know, mm-hmm. the company did whatever, what was up? And she's like, well, they had me listed as a white woman. And she's mm-hmm. like, and I'm obviously not white. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, did, I mean, have them change it. Like, and right. she's like, but why? She's like, is it because they saw my husband and assume this? Is it because they saw my last name and assume this? Was it an mm-hmm. error or is this like systematic racism when it comes to, Right. to, you know, who she is. And I well, said, this, we could have this conversation right. for hours. Well, clearly it's systematic know? bias. I don't, maybe, yes. I don't know if it's racism, but it's definitely bias. Yeah. Right. And is somebody in that neighborhood, like want their statistics to be a certain way. Right. Like once you start thinking you can really spiral and it's really sad. Right. You know? or, or is it just a mistake? You know, yeah. like, and then we're like, okay, but mistakes have been happening for, <laughs> right. Right. Why does the same mistake happen <laughs> yeah. over and over again? And, and there's uh-huh. not mistakes on, on, on the other one. Yeah. Um, Hmm. But so, but what can be done? So I guess to get into it, then what can you do as a realtor to combat that? I mean, follow the law. (laughs) Number one. (laughs) Right. Right. And you too could be realtor of the year like Katie. Yeah. It's as easy as that. It's, it's be kind. Fair housing is a human right. It's not a political affiliation. I'm not, you know, saying this because I'm, Mm-hmm. I think one way or the other, it's a human right that humans should have the right to housing, regardless right. of where their family came from or what their gender identity is, any of those things. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so that it's follow the law, but is there anything else? I mean, what, so like in your advocacy role, are you just kind of, that's the, that you're just advocating to follow the law or are there, are there other ways or are there other, you know, how can realtors uh, educate themselves? I believe you said that you just took a uh, recently, uh, the, allied, allied yeah. certified course. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Can you explain what that is? Cause I think that the LGBTQ plus community also plays into the fair housing stuff, right? Obviously Everyone. as you just yeah. I mean, as, as alluded Everyone. to by your story. I mean, just hearing people's stories. Um, mm-hmm. and it was a, it was a, online zoom, you know, certification for a day or two. I forget how long it was. And it was, uh, people from all over the U S mm-hmm. realtors from all over the U S okay. that were getting this information. So hearing stories and, and sharing those stories and talking about how we, mm-hmm. we do our business. You know, if you, right. if you came to me and Katie, I want to sell my house, but I want to sell it to somebody that looks and acts just like me. Right. I'd say, okay, read, um, 
let's, let's think of this a little differently. (laughs) (laughs) What's your real goal here? Your real goal is to make money and to provide for your family. So let's stick to that. And, and I'll take care of you and, and net you the most money that I possibly can, Right. you know, and, and we're going to follow the law and I'm not going to get you sued. Right. Well, I, but I can see, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just so tricky because, and especially with how divided, like, uh, of course our politics are and everything. Cause I can see it if I'm a homeowner or, or I walk, well, and that's, and it even just goes, think it's that tricky. well, no, but it just goes, it, it goes into staging even like, as I know, you know, we, we go into all these homes that are not, um, uh, staged. Uh, and all of a sudden you can tell the political affiliation of the homeowner by, they have this sign in the, in, in their, in their house well, or a picture with, the, yeah, with that, pol- you, you know, political affiliation isn't a protected class. So. Yeah. Well, I know, but, but I think, but it does go into that of where we always, where you're like, you know, I think we want this to appeal to, you know, everybody. Right. You do. And, you and, and so let's, and, and, and yeah. not taking sides on it, just like maybe put that, put that away. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? I mean, sometimes some people are very religious and they yes. have that in their home yes. and we say, Hey, you know, would you feel comfortable taking these down? Right. We're going to make it look very ambiguous, very right. beautiful. And that you guys see that too. Well, yeah. And, and I think, but I think that there, and that goes into one of those things where it's like, if you are a different religion than that person walking in there, it makes you feel, it can make you feel uncomfortable in that home. Unless right? you love the house. Oh, yeah. Unless you love the house. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So fair, bottom line is fair housing is like I said, it's, it's a human right and we shouldn't, you know, right. It, it should not be an issue at this, at this point in the world. It's not a political affiliation. Like I said, it's just, it's what we need to do. Yeah. And it, and, and it, and it does go back to hearing the stories and educating yourself because I, I know whenever, you know, in anything, when we can attach a story to it, and especially if it's from someone who you can, you can have some empathy for that. It does create that, that, that knowledge in your head of that, you know, these things actually matter and they have real world consequences. Yes. I have another story. I just okay. forgot about this one. All right. Well, so many. I could talk. Yeah, I, you can talk. <laughs> so we'll, we'll edit it out. There's, but yeah. there's a lot of um, realtors that aren't happy with the changes of, of certain words that we can't oh, say of course. anymore. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I had a client, her husband passed away. Mm-hmm the last thing that she did was clean out his closet. Right. And it was very hard for her. I was there with her. Like it was a really sad day, you know? And so we go look, we go to this open house and you know, the person's giving it the, the realtor's giving us a tour and she's like, and it has his and her closets. And this lady's like, get me out of there, you know? And it wasn't the, the point of my story is it, it's not about being super liberal. It's about, you don't know everyone's situation, right? you know? And that was really, it was really hard for her. Yeah. So that's why we don't use things like his and hers. Cause you don't know the situation. Well, of course, of, course, of yeah. course. Yeah. And, and I know I've definitely heard uh, realtors uh, grumbling about that. Yes. And I, I mean, can't say anything well, anymore. No, well, no. And, and I had one guy say, you know, look, I am the least racist person in the world, but do I, but, <laughs> but, but, can I, but I can't say master veteran. And I was like, well, if you're the least racist person in the world, then it probably wouldn't be too hard to just change two words that you say. <laughs> to exemplify the least racism that you ever, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, we shouldn't probably go down that, that, that rabbit <laughs> hole, but, but, but I do think that that is such a big thing is, and I, and I do think it does get mocked right and left all the time that, mm-hmm. that sensitivity to language, but I do think it actually matters. And, and it probably, you know, to, to the majority of your clients, it might not matter, but I think it sets a good example and it does make everyone feel included, which I think I is mean, in my house, have. I have, 
my clothes closet and my shoes closet. Like we don't call it his and hers. Like there's <laughs> just two closets and right. one's for well, that's shoes a, and one's that's for how, clothes. That's like, how you should describe all those dual closets yeah. now. So here's the shoes closet and here's the clothes closet. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Katie. Let's take a break. Yeah, I think we need a break after that, after all that. So we're going to come back. We're going to do our social media sidebar and then we're going to talk about marketing. I think we have a kind of a different angle on marketing that we're going to talk about. And then, oh man, Katie teased me on it. She's got two action items. So we're going to have three action items at the end of the show. Simple things you can do to grow your business. We'll be back in just a sec. All right, social media sidebar time. Look, thank you for listening to Real VC Pod. You know what would help us if you subscribe, if you rate five stars. Katie, I know you've subscribed, rated five stars. Of course. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Of course you have. Thank <laughs> you so much. That's how we're going to be able to grow this podcast. That's how we're going to be able to bring you all this good and informative content. Um, and if you want to see about Real VC on social media, you can actually follow upmarket.media across, you know, anything on social media, because that's where we're posting uh, the, the podcast uh, social stuff. And then, you know, we also have our YouTube channel. So if you want to see this exciting conference room at VCCR, CAR, where we're uh, recording and you can see Katie and I sitting across from each other, uh, sweating in the glass, uh, the classroom that we're in right now. <laughs> Uh, you can check that out on YouTube uh, on our upmarket media channel. We have one dedicated to the podcast. Uh, and then, uh, so Katie, social media, where, where can we find you? So on uh, on Facebook, you can just search Katie Connolly. Yeah, You'll find me, you o- Oxnard, uh-huh. California. Perfect. Uh, Katie0024 on Instagram. Uh-huh. I just joined Threads. Okay, so my, of course. My yeah. Threads is exactly the same, Katie0024. Right. And then uh, LinkedIn. I mean, LinkedIn's always a good professional, yeah. uh, really a full, almost my resume yeah. on all the cool stuff. My, my team done, is so. on me to uh, get the LinkedIn going for myself. Yeah. We have our market media LinkedIn. So I got I to gotta do that. I, I, yeah. I really do. I've always shied away because I, I, I'm always a, I'm a creative, not a business person. Yeah. Then offsource it. Hire somebody. <sighs> but I am yeah. a business person okay. and a creative. So I, I, I want to do the LinkedIn. So, uh, I like, uh, so are you, um, you know, are you, because mo- I feel like m- people are most active on Instagram these days. That's, that's kind of w- what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Are you, do you feel like you're getting any business from, from your social media? I do. I do. Oh, you do. Okay. Yes. Thank you. And okay. My, finally, my we social get someone, media yeah. isn't that great. Uh, okay. there's, there's way better content producers out there, uh, than myself, obviously. Um, but my, uh, my first friend from junior high reached out to me on Instagram. She's like, Hey Katie, my husband and I found this house. Can you help us? I said, sure. And she's like, here's the address. And <laughs> Right. So we can. So it was Uh great because she bought an amazing house right Right. before COVID. And so she calls. She's like, Katie, oh, my God, I'm so glad we bought that house. We're stuck at home now. Like, this is amazing. Um, And we reconnected, you know, after 20 plus years of not seeing each other. Our kids are the same age. So our kids got to get to know each other. It was it was cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mm -hmm. so there you go. All that all that time you put into Instagram, it it paid off in a big way. Mm -hmm. But so and you're doing content, you know, so I did. I was looking at your Instagram last night. I mean, it is. It's a lot of family stuff. It is mm-hmm. definitely uh, work too. So you, you're really balancing those two things yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you feel like you have a strategy though? No, I need one. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that what? You, are, <laughs> isn't that what everyone is getting drilled from? Everybody is like, you got, you know, every everyone worth their salt, you know, advising realtors is like, you gotta have a social media strategy. You know? Yeah, but I mean, we see it with with the the rise of influencers. We almost kind of get like, uh, like somebody else is selling something again, right, you know. Right. So there's 
Well, I could treat it like a Super Bowl commercial or yeah. I can be authentically myself. Yeah, I think authenticity, you know, is the key. And we've talked about it on here already a lot. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, but I do think when you see that, you see other people who are really good at social media and they are doing that stuff that is a little more influencery. Uh, to me, I feel like I, I personally can get intimidated by that. I'm like, mm. well, I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm mm. not, I mean, I have a media company and I'm like, well, God, we gotta do, you know, because I, I know how much work it is. And, and then you're like, and they're doing it. Well, why should I do it? But that is actually defeatist thinking. Yeah. We need to kind of push past that mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of have that social media strategy and have it have that one that is authentic to you. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So are you working on that? I mean, are you developing a strategy? What's I, I, I want to hear what you're, I want to hear what you're thinking. Yeah. As, like, I a, mean, the, <laughs> we're so blessed to like be in the age of the internet. I can probably go home after this and search like, yeah, like quarter three and four social mm -hmm. media strategy for realtors. And it's going to give me great ideas. Um, so, right. Yes. Just ask, right? ask chat GPT. What yeah. should you do for your social media? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well then implement it. Okay. okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that. Okay. Well, I, I guess, uh, you know, definitely go give Katie a follow. Cause I uh, like, she puts a lot of thought into her social media. Well, uh, and it, it's an, it's one of those things too, just on my phone so much yes. that it's just nice to not like yes. have it sometimes. Like when I go and look at houses and I'm engaging with my clients or I'm on broker yeah. tour engaging with other agents, my phone is in my purse and I'm like, yeah. Oh man, well, I, it's, I should it's have taken hard. a video, right? You know? Well, we we have to balance that because you know so much of you know, and I know even just with any kind of a relationship you have with a, a spouse or friends or whatever, the phone gets in the way of that so much. Mm -hmm. And the more that we are trying to create that content, then you are you're just putting on a show and you're not connecting with those people that are actually around you. And so yeah. we do have to watch out for that, which is probably why it's a good idea to have someone on your team who can do social media That's and true. you know, you can probably, you know, not everyone is going to be able to afford a, a social media person, but maybe, you know, get a group of people at your brokers together and, you know, share a social media person, mm -hmm. you know, everyone yeah. pays a little bit and yeah. get some content. And I, I mean, I know that I really excel at like shaking hands and talking to people face to face. Right. So I would, there's only 24 right. hours in a day, yes. but you yes. know, if I, if I'm spending time doing that, I know I'm going to be more successful no. at that. No. Yeah. Then, and there's, yeah, yeah. There's no substitute for the in-person stuff. Yep. And, 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 uh, you know, and the social media stuff does come more naturally to, to, to some people and there, mm -hmm. and you know, not everyone is just going to be that person, but I think we all need to figure out how to use, utilize. I think you have to utilize social media mm -hmm. because it, it just on the bare minimum that someone is going to Google you and then you want those things to show up Yeah, and it doesn't have to be the most active. I mean, just post occasionally, but it mm -hmm. just needs to, to, uh, to drive home the fact that you are a realtor and that you exist in this world and you yeah. actually do do business. Another thing that I do on social media, that's, that's totally genuine and and I love okay. that your your realtor listeners can steal this idea all day. But uh, when my friends are, you know, old friends, new friends, past clients, whatever, will post something and I'll see like their staircase in the background or their kitchen. I'm like, wow. did you redo your kitchen? Like, like all met. And it's, right. it's coming from my heart because I'm like, I shouldn't be paying attention to their kid, you know, right. bouncing off the walls yeah. or whatever's yeah. happening. Um, but I seriously notice those things. Uh, or I'm like, oh my gosh, send, send me a picture of what mm -hmm. X, Y, Z, your backyard, your new pool, all these right. cool things that I notice. Right. Well, and that's a great way uh, to, as we've talked about, have that engagement with your clients mm -hmm. on, on social media is, is, you know, so much of it is like not just posting your own stuff, but by engaging with your clients and your friends stuff. And it, then if you do make it about the house, it does reinforce it's very subtly that, yeah. you know, 
Well, Katie, she's just focused on houses. Yeah, she, Katie loves she lives, houses. She lives and breathes <laughs> real estate. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yes. Okay, good tip, Katie. Thank, Thank you. you. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll have more good tips from Katie in just a minute. It's now time for our marketing moment. Then, once again, sponsored by Upmarket Media. Come on, your one-stop shop for all your real estate marketing needs, all your realtor marketing needs. Katie is going to have a really good uh, review of us after she finally uses us on an upcoming listing. So, uh, you know, but you can check out our website, upmarket.media, and you can actually download our app. We have an app, Upmarket Media app, where you can actually order anything you want from us. And once you have your shoots done, you can access everything from your phone. So you can go and download individual photos from our app to your phone, which is amazing because that whole thing, like we just talked about on social media of, you know, you need to post stuff. Well, how do you get the damn photos from your computer to your phone? That can be a hurdle that so many of us, myself included, can, why isn't the airdrop working? I can't get this to So you can download it right from the app, upload it right to Instagram. There you go. Boom. That's amazing. Market.media. It is amazing. Yes. Yeah. We pay good money for that. So you know, I hope people are utilizing it. Okay. So Katie, we're talking about marketing and here's the angle I want to take with you because I, and, and I apologize because earlier I think I asked you, you know, how are you involved in the community and you were on the, on the, on the, the VCCAR board. And then I, we just got off on tangents and didn't talk about the other stuff you're involved in, but I do want to focus on, and this is your community involvement kind of as a realtor, but in not a real estate capacity, which is the Oxnard, what are you? You're on the Oxnard. uh, City Planning Commission. City Planning Commission. Yes. Yes. So uh, the Planning Commission does handles things, all things land use. Um, I mean, there's so many things. So Uh it's kind of a, it's it's natural that there would be a realtor, you know, of Mm -hmm. one of the seven of us. There was a little bit of pushback um, originally when I got appointed. By, so it's an appointed position, not a not an elected position. Yeah, appointed. Okay. I was appointed by my council member, um, and somebody was like, you know, is this a conflict of interest? Sure. Because and then you know, the legal team was like, no, it's common to have a realtor on the planning commission. We wouldn't want to have more than one because we want diverse voices across the board. Right. Um, and we don't deal with too much housing stuff, honestly. Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot of uh, right. we're. I mean, a lot of coffee shops. A okay. lot of, yeah. well, yeah, the, sure. I mean, the city of Oxnard, People we have, we have a uh, cannabis retailers that we talk right. about. So yeah, it's, it's interesting stuff and not, not too much housing. And if there was a conflict, obviously I would just recuse myself. So, right. Uh, oh, you always with the ethics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get sued or go to jail. You know, also, yeah, yeah, right, right. Self-preservation a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but so I, I know you well enough to know that, that I think you, you come at this from a genuine place, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think you do want to help the community. You have an interest in this type of stuff and it is a way that you can be of service. But I think you also have an angle for your real estate business, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, it is kind of a, um, a you know, it's not super high profile, but it is a little bit high. It, it does heighten your profile in your community, right? I mean, we're on YouTube too. I will subscribe to that <laughs> yes. for sure. Coming up. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, um, I mean, it's interesting cause we do, like I say, we have a very diverse panel. There's seven of us that sit on the planning commission. Um, and I'm in the community all day. Like I, right. I drive from this side of town to this side of town. I know the traffic times. I know mm-hmm. different routes to get to places. I know which Starbucks I like to mm-hmm. go to because it's easy to get in and out mm-hmm. and get on the freeway. So in having these conversations in, in that room, um, 
I bring my perspective, everyone else brings mm-hmm. their perspective and mm-hmm. it's, it's good for the community. So right. to, to go back on what you said, I've, one of my principles and beliefs has always been giving for the sake of giving. So I am there to serve the community. Right. Um, and I enjoy it and I sure. learn a ton, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure there's some, you know, it's helped my Google ability that I'm on a a .gov site with Mm -hmm. my name, but I didn't know that getting into it, you know, so. Right. But it it can't do anything but help your business, I feel like, because it it, it does, because you are seen as someone who is, I mean, in a way, I I do think city government, because all anyone wants to do is bitch and complain that if you are actually out there doing it, you Mm -hmm. are like a saint and it is giving for the sake of giving and you maybe you get a $200 a month stipend. I don't even know. No, it's a hundred percent, like it's a hundred percent volunteer and it's actually even the opposite. Like if you, you know, lived and voted in the same city that I served for and gave me a Christmas present, I would then have to report it to the city. So it's actually, it's the opposite of uh, how (laughs) other political uh, institutions work. So yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. If I, if I knew now what uh, I knew going into it, I'm not sure I would sign up for it. It's a lot of work. I, I Google a lot of words. It's a uh-huh. lot of legal jargon that I've never been familiar with. Right. Um, and it's a lot of reading. Well, but how long have you been doing that? Three and a half years. So my appointment's up next year, 2024. Okay. Yeah. And, and so then can you get reappointed? I sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and when you first got that, did you, did you lobby for that? I mean, were you just kind of plucked out of obscurity or, or how did you go about getting that? If if someone else wants to fall in your footsteps. It's funny because, um, it was, you know, during the global pandemic, right. like I had all this time on my hands. I had finished Netflix right. and uh, <laughs> Just so finished it, yeah. I like volunteered for so many things. So a good friend of mine had run for mayor in the past. Um, and then he was on the planning commission and I said, so proud of, I mess- messaged him on social media. There you go. So proud of what you're doing. I would love to get more involved. Uh-huh. That's all it took. He called his count. There, there was right. an opening. Called the right. council member. Sent he sent right. her my, you know, right. my calls. <laughs> like, like we got. There's a chump we out got there. One. We got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, basically yeah. what happened. Yeah, so. yeah. But it's cool. Well, and that is the thing, right? Because there is, a, there can be a scarcity of people who do want to volunteer in those positions, mm-hmm. especially when you're getting in those government things, because those meetings are like arduous. I mean, they're long and kind of boring, from my perspective, kind of boring. Yeah. Um, so I think there is a real barrier and a real need for people to step up. I mean, there's so many ways that you can volunteer in yeah. the community um, and, and, you know, and get your name out there and just be seen as someone who, who cares. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it, it, but, but I do think it has to go back to the thing, the theme that we talk about over and over again is it has to be authentic. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're mm-hmm. just doing it to just put on a show yeah. and, you know, always, always wear badge. your embroidered, uh, you know, a logo polo yeah. to all those events, maybe, maybe it's not going to be so great, but yeah. you know, I, I, but I think if you can go and, and do the community stuff and come at it with a genuine heartfelt way, it's, it's going to do nothing but enhance your business, right? A thousand percent. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always our goal to get in front of more people. So right. early, early on in the business, a uh, sales coach, sales trainer told me have, um, three things that you're involved in that would essentially get you, Oh, this is good. You uh-huh. know, referrals. So whether it's, you're involved with your PTA, you volunteer at your religious organization, you, you know, put flags along your street for, for mm-hmm. holiday, whatever it may right. be, but have three really diverse things that you're involved in outside of real estate, um, to help grow your business. Uh, so yeah, that's really good advice. Yes. I'm, like, I'm that's going to be my action item. 
Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well then, so you have that, let's, let's do talk a little bit about more kind of conventional marketing. What else are you doing for marketing or, you know, what have you found to be successful for you? So I am very lucky to have a full-time marketing director, creative director, whatever we want to call her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a genius of all geniuses. Okay. Like I, I, I just email her. I should show you a picture of what I drew for her to create. And then what she actually created. She's uh-huh. amazing. Um, I kind of went back, I went back to print marketing, um, oh. the beginning of the year. Yeah. yeah. I, um, my, all my title rep friends are like farming, farming, farming. And I'm like, that's old school. And I said, okay, no, I'll commit to doing my street. My street has a beginning an end. We have about 200 houses. Oh, I can nice. walk it. I can mail it. It's a manageable right. little right. street. Um, so I committed to doing print marketing once a month to my little uh-huh. farm and then to all my past clients, you know, and right. it's, it's an item of value. It's talking about, you know, summer recipes or, uh-huh. and then what's going on in the market and it's right. beautiful. It's, um, uh-huh. I mean, I do it my, my marketing person creates it, but like I stick my stickers, I stick the stamps. Mm -hmm. I always stick a little like friendly sticker on there. Mm -hmm. And my, my clients, especially my past clients will text or email me. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. Thank you for the Dodger schedule. Thank you for the fair schedule, stuff like that. So, um, and it just keeps you relevant. And has it been effective with your street? I mean, okay. With the past clients, right. That's, yeah. it's always good to do that. Cause you know, it keeps you top of mind and yeah, you get mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah. Oh, they had the Dodger schedule. That's a uh, thanks Katie. But yeah. what, what about these people you don't know? So I have had success with that. So one of my friends came over to the house, um, a while back, she rocked, she knocked on the wrong door uh-huh. and the neighbor was, she's like, is Katie here? And the neighbor's like, um, I think you have the wrong house. And she's like describing me and she's, they were like, Oh, the realtor, she lives in that house. Oh, nice. And I don't, they're like, we get her stuff all the time. And so I don't, I don't know their name. I mean, right. I could look up their address and figure right. out their name, but, um, it was cool. And then, you know, for Halloween, I, I sat out on the front and gave out candy and people were like, you're the girl, we get your stuff. We don't want to sell our house, but, but we, we get your stuff. Like, thank you so much. Oh, that's so, good. That's yeah. good. It's the long game. It, it is, is the, the long, long game. game. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. Wow. So, and I'm a, I'm a tree hugger paper saver. So it was hard <laughs> for me to really like dive into right. print marketing and right. stamps are 67 cents each in case you didn't know that. I did not know yeah, that. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, I mean, we get so much junk mail. And like I said, we talked earlier, we stared our screens so much. It's yes. nice to get something in the mail. That's like, right. oh, this is cool. Like, right. I forgot the fair was coming, Right. you know? Right, right, right. Well, I remember, you know, in the last episode, which was a great episode, uh, you know, I, I do want to say with Magda, uh, she talked about how, you know, when she's having these luxury open houses that she's sending out to all the neighborhood, like, like luxury, like wedding style invitations. And you're like, well, that makes you stand out in this marketplace because yeah. so many people have abandoned print marketing because... Because mm-hmm. it is, there is that per, you know, uh, the, the per touched cost that mm-hmm. you have. And especially if you're going to commit to doing it once a month for a year, I mm-hmm. mean, that's like, you know, it's a few thousand bucks there that, that yeah. you're committing to it. Mm-hmm. So you, you feel like you need to get a deal to make that pay off. Yeah. Yeah. I do. And I mean, I ask people like when I see them out, you know, cause I have my past clients in my sphere. I have all my friends and family too. Sure. I'm like, Oh, did you get my, you know, mm-hmm. margarita recipe? They're like, yes, it's on my refrigerator, Katie. <laughs> I say, you have to send me a picture. It's just conversation, right. you yes. know, and it makes, we're so excited to be back face to face again, even though it has been a little while. Um, yeah. it's, it's yeah. nice to well, talk yeah, about. Hopefully you don't things. take it for granted still, yeah. you know, that, yes. You know, you're like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, so then print, so the, but then, uh, so, but you, then you're not really doing marketing through social media. So it's print, but are, then are you doing like ads or is it really just like the direct mail stuff? Really? I mean, direct mail. And then my, 
the social aspect of it is um, my friends will take a picture and share it, you know, share it right. on their page and then I'll, I'll reshare it, like all that cool stuff. I've right. had people, I want one, you know, mm-hmm. and I've added more addresses to my sphere because of stuff like that. So it's all integrated. And then the quality, I can't emphasize this enough, the quality right. of work that my creator mm-hmm. puts out, right. I will have to look at your stuff. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's well, so... no, we don't do print marketing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. I mean, I we, you, shoot you can have a, no, no, no. I, when you do, you can build flyers and stuff, but you know, that's yeah. We, the direct oh. mail stuff we can, we can okay. people. Yeah. And it's, it's just really high quality and it makes a difference. It's oh, nice absolutely. to look at, you absolutely. know, and I get, we all get junk mail all the time yeah. and I get stuff from, you know, different businesses that are kind of cheesy or a little cut a little crooked yeah. or a little sloppy. And it's like, why'd you even waste your yeah. 67 cents on this? Well, yeah. And, and, and it goes back to even just branding mm-hmm. and, you know, and having that as part of your brand and that you do high quality stuff. And we'll probably mm-hmm. need to have a full episode on branding at some point. Cause mm-hmm. it is so important. And so many people struggle with that, yeah. um, that, you know, we, yeah. So, but, but well-designed stuff. And especially mm-hmm. if you want to catch, I mean, we're just inundated with so much stuff now. Mm-hmm. So, so the better your stuff can look, I mean, that's what we're all about on market media, yeah. but you know, but we, but with anything, even if it's just the simple, you know, the, tip, the typography on something that you send out, you really want to make sure that it's, yes. it's tight. Yes. Yeah. I agree. All right. So that's been a lot of, so you've taken that action of sending those out. And so let's lead that into action items and our action items this week are once again, sponsored by choice home warranty, Tamara Rossi Molina, oh, the best choice home warranty, your best place to get the best, the choicest home warranty. You can find them at chwpro.com. Tamara Rossi Molina. I'm going to go first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go. My, you know, I, lo- I love the simple action item. And my action item is to, for a realtor, to ask somebody, one person, if they need help with real estate. And, and I, I was struck. So I, uh, a few weeks ago, I was out on a caravan you know, kind of doing the rounds. And I, I, there was this one realtor, a young, younger realtor holding the house open. And we, we chatted for a little while. And, and then at the end of the conversation, she asked me, well, so are you working with a realtor? And I was like, well, I, yeah, you know, kind of, maybe not, but no offense. (laughs) I know a few. Yeah. I know a thousand of them and it's actually a really charged and loaded thing for me to have to choose a realtor. So it's not going to be you, but thank you for asking. And she's like, well, you know, I, it's fine. I just, I'm never going to get your business if I don't ask. Yeah. And I was like really struck by that. I was like, you know, you you seem a very competent, nice person. And I really appreciate you asking because that is ultimately, you know, I'm here and I should have then asked for her. I think I did ask for her business. I'm like, well, the next time you get a listing, I hope you will use mm-hmm. us. That's and nice. so, you know, just to have that, you will not get someone's business unless you ask. That's you a know, good one. Unless I they agree. come, unless they come to you. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Unless it's your first friend from seventh grade on Instagram. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that is the one way to do it. Yeah. So simple action item. Just ask one person this week, and even if they say no, then it just makes that the next time you ask someone that much easier. Perfect. I have, well, like you mentioned earlier, I have two. I thought right. of this long and hard. Um, so <laughs> the one of double them, action yes. All right. so uh, my first is for this week. Okay. Um, when we talked about my involvement with the city, it's so funny because Oxnard's such a huge city and people mm-hmm. think that I just have the city memorized and I know right. like every project that's going on and what's going on where I do not. And I tell everyone the same thing. I say, email your council member. And they say, I don't even know who my council member is. So Mm. my challenge to everyone, not just in the city of Oxford, but wherever you are, maybe in LA, it would be a little more challenging. Right, right. Um, We're Ventura County. But here in in Ventura County, 
I want you to Google, how do I find my council member okay. in the city of Ojai oh, or okay. where, yeah. wherever uh-huh. you may be? Yeah. Um, it will tell you and then right. follow them on social media or send them an email. Say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm Reed Fish. I'm in your district. Um, just, you know, wanted yeah. to reach out and see, see what you think is what your plans for the city are. You know, oh, I live in unincorporated uh, Ventura County. So, so then you, you would know. contact the county. <laughs> I can keep. I knew you were going to say that too. But yeah, no, and that's how that's how you get to know. You know what's going on when there's like community events and mm-hmm. things that are going on right. in your community. These council members post right. it. So so follow them on social media. And mm-hmm. so what should I say if I'm going to email them? What should mm-hmm. I say? Is is this like? Am I asking how can I be in, more involved in the community? Or you just, can do that. Yeah. yeah. Or what's you know what's the in a nutshell, what's the plan for the city or the county in the next 10 years? You know, anything like that, because they just, they get so inundated with all the negative. I can't believe you put another stoplight. Well, that's, it's thankless, right? That's, that was the other thing I kind of wanted to touch on. You do that work and it's probably pretty damn thankless because everyone always just bitches about everything. Yeah. So, and it's, it's good people to know. So, yeah. and then, I mean, I ask people all the time, who's your council member? And they, they don't know what district they're in and they don't yeah. even know how to find it. And you can yes, type yes, it into yes, Google. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's my first one to do okay. this week. Okay. All yes, right. That's I'm okay. very excited okay. for Listeners, all of you guys. please, please, uh, <laughs> please chime in once you've done it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then the second is, uh, you know, for the, the last two quarters of the year. Okay. I'd like you guys to choose a community, um, project or anything that you'd like to become involved with and just volunteer with them somehow. You know, I was at an event Uh on Sunday for mission fish. It was a fun event, but Uh it's a charitable organization. And I was like, I mean, not like I don't have enough on my plate already, but I was like, I want to volunteer for you guys. Like, what can I do? You know, they're like, this is amazing. So there's so many things little or big. A lot of realtors think that they need to get involved with Habitat or these huge organizations, but you don't, you can donate blood. There's a blood shortage right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but just choose something. If you're, if it's, you don't have kids and your niece and nephew are on a sports team, like say, Hey, I'll, you know, I'll bring your flyer to the office and I'll help you sell cookies. Call me every year, you know? Right. 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 Well, and and there's all the classic service clubs that you can mm -hmm. be a part of. The Lions Club is doing something cool in Oxnard pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many, I mean, there's so much need out there. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but yeah. choose one and really, and, and just get involved with them. And it's, it sounds like a lot, but it's not, you know, most right. organizations put on maybe an annual event. Um, it's, it's not, it's not too, you know, not uh-huh. too hard. Okay. Yeah. And then now I think, was that, right? was that a big ass? No, no, no. I don't think it's a big ass, <laughs> okay. but I, d- I do want to make one point about it. And I want to see if this is true. It will make you feel good too. Mm-hmm. Cause we always talk about expanding our business, but you also want to feel good, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and feel like you're, you're helping. Yep. And I mean, you'll meet people and you'll yeah. have things to talk about with your friends. You know, yeah. this I, is what I'm doing. It's cool. Rather than sitting and complaining about your day or whatever people talk about these yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, cause it, we can focus so much on business, but I, but it, you know, mm-hmm. our own like mental health and our own self-worth and our worth in our community, I think are things that, that are, that are important too. Mm-hmm. And that we, that we should want to touch on. So, yep. That's, oh. what's really important. I mean, the, the media likes to talk about all the, mm-hmm. the big crazy things that we can't control, but we can control lots of stuff here and we can help people. Katie, come on. Mm-hmm. How nice. Thank you so much for being here. Let's do it again sometime. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm so excited to do it. The reigning realtor of the year, Katie Connolly. (laughs) Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Real VC is a production of Upmarket Studios. 
This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and edited by Bethany Diedrich. We'll be back shortly with a brand new episode. But in the meantime, we hope that all your transactions will be smooth. Thank you for everything. Thank you.